Hey guys, just want to say I love the show. My name is Jose Marufo, and I'm tailgating right now at the Cardinal Stadium. And Matt, I know you're a little bit happy because uh, the Packers won. And yeah, I just wanted to say, go Cardinals! Yeah. Hey guys, it's Andy. Um, just calling to say, let's hope Alex doesn't have a t- bout of temporary memory loss when his wife is sliding down his bat pole. Otherwise, he'll be like Abraham and scream out, "Who's Deanna?" Absolute Geek Podcast. It's Tuesday Night Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Kyle. And uh, we want to thank Jose and Andy for leaving us voicemails this week. That was a treat. That was awesome. And I really hope that uh, Alex doesn't get about a memory loss, Andy, because that would be very awkward. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Who who are you? I'm Deanna. And all of a sudden, he just turns into Abraham. Who's Deanna? And he gets the little red handlebar mustache and... I didn't give you no pancake batter. <laughs> I didn't give no... I didn't spill any pancake batter. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you guys calling in. Cause yeah, very much so. I appreciate uh, Jose calling from the Cardinals game. Sorry, too, buddy. Too bad that didn't uh, work out. out so well for you, but, you know. You know, I don't watch football, and that's all I had to hear about on fucking Monday. The Cardinals losing? The Cardinals lost it. They, 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 they fucked up the kick. I was like, I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch it. Honestly, I watched the Packers game and I watched a little bit of the Lions game, and I was watching something else. I was watching Ballers and uh, uh, Vice Principals. Vice Principals. Foosball's boring. I love Vice Principals. That show's so good. It's funny. It really is. I'm a few episodes. I'm like three episodes behind. Oh, on it. dude, this is like your episode. Too. Is it? Yeah. I have to watch it. They find out that she's got a she's have a drinking problem, and like. <laughs> Jin is like her her monster uh-huh. so her kids leave her to go back to home to Baltimore with her dad and she uh, Mr. Gamby takes her out drinking and gives her some gin so she gets all <laughs> fucking crazy and then uh, the other fucking gay not gay guy shows up and he's trying to record her on this pen camera and she's like oh and he's like oh look B there's a cop car that needs some piss on it so she like gets him in the car and pisses on <laughs> it she's like super drunk and like attacking him and shit it, it was really really funny I, I really like that show a lot that and Ballers Ballers is one of my all time favorite shows right now I'm, I'm I'm like three episodes behind on both of them gotta catch up man you know what I just I forget I record they're set to record they record mm-hmm I just, I just haven't got back to watching them yet. And then I checked out that new uh, Son of Zorn on Fox, the half-animated, half-live-action comedy with Jason Sudeikis. I don't know about that show. I thought it was pretty funny. It had you its know, moments. I only watched the last half, from the killing of the bird on to the end where he was standing there, you know, like half-cartoon, half-human. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I think the best part was when he was sitting there and he's washing the blood off into the yeah. street and the pieces of the bird are in three different and trash still cans. Twitching. I mean, that's... I could see it, but it just... I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'll give it three episodes, though. Like, it's going to... I think they they gave us, like, a sneak preview of this episode because it it's not going to be on for, like, two more weeks. It was the pilot episode, yeah. So I'm going to... Uh, I want to rewatch that episode and then I'm going to watch, like, the next, like, two episodes and... I don't picture me watching it, but I might because I usually watch all the Sunday shows. Mm. So if it comes on, you know, instead of Bob's Burger, then I probably will watch it. 
No, I think it's going to come on before The Simpsons, and then you get The Simpsons and then Bob's Burgers and Family Guy, and then Last Man on Earth. So if that's what it is, if it's in the middle of all that, then I'll probably end up watching it every week. Yeah. Just like I did when that stupid Brooklyn Nine-Nine show was on. That show's still on. And they changed the night of it now. I know. That's great. <laughs> just fucking just stupid. Uh, Third witness relocation. The witness protection. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, but to kick things off tonight, Kyle and I have been kind of uh, talking about our Patreon a little bit. <clears throat> and we we've kind of... What's that? We need to redo that. Yeah, we need to remake that video. Um, we do have a lot of people that are already donating to us, and we definitely appreciate that. We love you, all you guys for it. Yeah, you know you don't have to do that, but we appreciate that you believe in us enough to do so. Um, We've actually got our chairs picked out. <laughs> yes, we do. So soon we won't be bitching about chairs anymore. Soon we're going to have comfortable chairs. We're going to have a, a dope-ass studio. Yeah, soon. because of you guys, yeah. we are going to have one kick-ass studio. So, so it's going to be awesome. So we'll have to... <laughs> We'll have to post some pictures when we get the new fucking gear. So we've been talking, and I know in the past I've released episodes to you guys early um, if you're on the Patreon. But then I was like, it doesn't really feel fair to you because you're you're donating to us and you're receiving an episode that everyone's going to get the next day for free. And we never will ever charge you for episodes. All of our con- all of our episodes I will just, always be you know, free. I don't think it, you're you're cheating anybody. You're just. You're giving them the opportunity to listen to it a day sooner. You, yeah. Like, because and not they even really, It's a couple hours. Still, that's something that they that you can only get because you pay. It's part yeah. of it. One, two hours, four hours, nine hours. You're not cheating anybody, but you're they're being able to get the episode sooner. I think that's a good idea. Well, like, with Patreon, I want it to be something that they're donating their harder money to us. I want it to be something genuine, something special from us to them. And that's why we were talking if, what was it we said? If we can get 10 more, we'll do a Patreon-only episode. Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. If we can get 20 more, um, we'll do a Patreon-only episode every week. Yep. So that would be that would be our normal Tuesday show, our normal Friday show, a Patreon show, and What the Fuck Friday if, if we, we decide to bring it back. Um I know we had a question about what the fuck Friday on the Facebook this week, and it's kind of something that it's really hard to find a third for that show, and three people make that show. So until if and when Jose comes back. That's honestly what we're waiting um, for. We're waiting for Jose to come back. Because Kyle and I can do this show pretty easily. We've gotten our rhythm down. Me and him, Kyle pretty much got comic book review in the bag. It's just a matter of Jose. And if and when he comes back. So that's what we're waiting for for that, for What the Fuck Friday. Um, but the Patreon content will be special content just from us to you that only you get to hear for being Patreon subscribers. Um, and we've got some pretty good ideas. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, we've got, we've got some good... Um, if you go on to Patreon, you, the way Patreon works is that you can donate any dollar amount you want. Um, from a dollar. And it doesn't matter how much you guys donate. If we get 20 people to donate, that's we'll do the extra shows. It's not yeah, it an doesn't, amount. The dollar amount doesn't matter. Um, but we have some really cool things that we have that we want to do, and we just we want you guys to be a part of it. And the best way for you guys to be a part of it, besides listening, is helping us through Patreon. 
So we have some different tiers here. So if you pledge a dollar or more per month, you get a personal thank you message on the show. Uh, we will personally thank you and welcome you by name to on an upcoming episode, and you will get our internal gratitude. <laughs> um, pledge five dollars or more. We will name the studio after you for one episode. You'll receive <laughs> access to the Patreon only activities page. You get personal. Th- you get a personal thank you message on the show. Um, we'll personally welcome. You know, like I said, we personally welcome you by name, and then you can refer to us as your employees. <laughs> Um, ten dollars or more, you get a sponsorship credit on our website. What does that mean? Um, basically, just that you get a credit for being a sponsor of the show. Oh, we put your we put your name on the website. Yeah. Wow. Um, we name our studio after you for one episode. You receive access to the Patreon only activities. You get a personal thank you message and call out by name on our next episode, and you can refer to us as your employees. <laughs> Twenty dollars or more, you get a sponsor credit on the web on the website. You get an on-air shout-out. You get the ability to purchase T-shirt designs before they hit the website. Um, you get the name. You get your name. We name the studio after you, and basically everything that we've already gone over. Fifty dollars or more, you get a sponsorship credit. You get an on-air shout-out. You get a comic care package that we personally put together for and you. That will rustle your hair <laughs> and mail to you. <laughs> um, you get the ability to purchase shirt designs um, before they hit the website. And we name our studio after you and everything else before. Um, Forever. Yeah. If you pay $100 or more per month, you get a free T-shirt every time we come out with a new T-shirt. You get a sponsorship credit on the website. You get an on-air shout-out. You get the comic care package. You get the ability ability to purchase shirt designs before everyone else and pretty much everything we've already went over. And Matt will rustle your hair. I will not rustle your hair. Um, That's just what we have so far. He will brush your hair for you at least once. That's just what we have so far. That could be changing. Um, but like I said, any dollar amount helps. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't necessarily, you don't have to do this. This is just, if you want to support us, we appreciate it. Um, and it goes a long way to allowing us to do things that we want to do. Like, um, you know, getting better equipment, getting better guests, things like that. It's, it's gone. It's gone a long way to help us so and far. Help us get the absolute geek hot air balloon. <laughs> Zeppelin. <gasps> oh, do we should you know what we should do? What they don't know is I'm only like five hundred dollars away from the absolute geek uh, Lamborghini. <laughs> we sh- man, we need to do another. We need to do another hangout. Yeah, that was one of the perks of the thing is that we could do like a Google Hangout with them and. No, no, I mean like actually go like to David Buster's. Oh right? yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot. The of whole fun. two people that showed up. <laughs> they looked spiked. Get a little ahead of ourselves there, buddy. We should do that again. But yeah, so if we get 10 more, we will do a bi-weekly show just for Patreon. 20 more, we'll do a weekly show just for Patreon. And, you know, you kick in five bucks a month to us, and then we'll, you fill your, your need for us if you feel like you need us five days a week. Um, five days a week? Well, no, not five days a week. Holy shit. If you feel like you need four episodes Damn, a month. Damn, how are you going to stretch that five dollars? <laughs> Very easily, I guess. Steamroller. A Steven Cleaver? A Steven Cleaver. But we don't want to, we don't, that's enough of that because I don't want people to think we're begging them or anything like that. It's just, we want to focus more on our Patreon and I want to make sure it's something that you're specifically getting for donating to us and it's not something that everyone's getting for free because you'll still get our normal content for free no matter what. And we're out.
<laughs> but um, so let's go ahead and uh, jump right into the show this week. Have you seen? Have you been watching *Fear the Walking Dead*? Nope. Jesus Christ! I'm actually starting to really enjoy it. Direct TV does not have the episodes up at all. Any of them since what? the mid-season finale, or they came by the mid-season comeback. What on like on on, on, on demand? demand? Oh. They do not have any of the episodes up. I'm they have all the Talking Deads, and they have all the, uh, like, behind-the-scenes footage for all the episodes, but not the episodes. Hmm. Fuck them. You don't record it? No. Oh. Because I don't like it that much. I'm just going to go on Amazon.com and, like, catch up, like, on Sunday. Sunday. It's gotten a lot better. And then, like, now that well, the group... almost two seasons. Yeah, but now that the zombie apocalypse is fully here and the group is separated, like, it's gotten a lot better. It's not the teenage... Dr- the yeah, but the, it's really because the whole point of the show has has dissipated. Yeah, well now it's more like the normal Walking Dead. That's why it's better. So, so I mean, it, they made the whole prior thing one whole season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. All right. The Toxic Avenger is getting a remake and will be directed by Sausage Party co-director awesome. Conrad Vernon. You like? Toxic I Avengers? love the Toxic Avenger. You've seen all the movies? The, the original one's the best when they're fucking running over everybody with the point system. Yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> I mean, fucking, and they take pictures of it with a Polaroid. I mean, that, the fucking, I, I have like, I have the regular version. I have like a director's cut. I have like a, a limited edition version. I have like, I love the Toxic Avenger. I have the comic books. Yeah. I fucking love the Toxic Avenger. So you're ready for them to make another movie, I'm huh? stoked. Like, like, I, that would, you will see me, I will be, like, the only person in line to see it, but I will be there early to go see it. With sweatpants on? Yep, with sweatpants on. <laughs> and a hole in my popcorn. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Why don't you tell people a little bit about the Toxic Avenger in case they don't know who or what it is? The Toxic Avenger? Yeah. It's about a kid, it's like about a nerd outcast kid. and He's a he, janitor, isn't he? Yeah, he's like a nerd outcast, and he fucking... He ends up falling on that bat. He comes back all fucked up, you know, and he's mm-hmm. fights crime. He's got his fucking mop and shit. It's fucking funny. It's funny as fuck. It's almost like Blank Man. Have you seen it? Toxic Avenger? Yeah. A long, long time ago, I saw the original. You saw the original? I just That's still my favorite part is I'm just running over those people in the point system. I fucking... Hey, that guy. Old Lady Walker. 40 points. You know what I mean? That's just... Yeah. That's great. That's fucking... Like, um, like, now I want to go home and watch it again. <laughs> Steven Tyler from Aerosmith wants to be in a Marvel movie and said in an interview with people, I would do anything to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Are you listening, James Gunn? Well, on Sunday, James Gunn responded via Twitter saying, if I did Volume 3, sure. I love Steven Tyler. I love his work, and he's a very warm guy. I feel like this is a, a wasted opportunity. As uh, The man said he would be willing to do anything. So what are some things that you would make Steven Tyler do if you were directing Volume 3 uh, to get him in the movie? A striptease. You would want that to striptease for yeah. His face you know pretty much looks like I would fucking want, beef jerky. You know what I actually would want? I would want to do his daughter why he sings that song from Armageddon. <laughs> Which one? Liv Tyler? I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> why I'm doing his daughter, he has to sing that for me, and he will be, he can, we will be in every movie I direct after that. So you want him to be in the same room as you as you're doing his daughter serenading you. Yep. With the song from Armageddon. As I do her from behind. Oh, dude. Now you got to up the ante. From I don't want to close my eyes. You better close your eyes. Lights, <laughs> lights on or off? Oh, on. Really? It's got to be worth it, dude. We can't. We can't. We can't fake it. No. 
I think you. I just picture him like cleaning your toilets with a toothbrush or something. Can I be in the movie now? I can't see myself yet. I can't see my reflection. You can make him do so many crazy things. But I was not prepared for you to say, "Let me do your daughter as you serenade me." But there it is. I'm. I got nothing. Let me do your daughter as I serenade you. Dude, that's fucking. Uh, you. Wait, you're at a loss for words now. I, I am. I was not expecting that. Because you know. Oh no! He, and he could say, "You're living on the edge." <laughs> that's that's when you're like thrusting so hard, you're like almost falling off the bed. Kyle's got a thrust. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> oh my god, Kyle. <laughs> oh man. Nailed it. That's fantastic. I, I can say that afterwards. What? Nailed it. Yeah, yeah, you can. They're big. She's got some big old lips too, though. She's fucking awesome. She's very hot, especially she, in uh, Jersey Girl. She's hot as an elf. <laughs> that she's too. Hot. It's hot in everything. She's hot in Armageddon. She's hot in fucking Empire Records. Fuck. Let yeah. me do your daughter while you serenade me. <laughs> I can honestly say I was not prepared. Living on the edge. Like I thought, I thought some stuff, but this is Kyle. You just hear it, watch. This is you looking at her longingly. You go as you're moving closer. Yep. I'm doing a little foreplay, a little finger action right now. Warming up, getting into it, fucking getting my bearings, seeing what she's liking. Some kisses, licking. And then and you're just like. Just this as you're doing his daughter. Yep, waxing that ass. I'm fucking making those butt cheeks clap. I really hope Nubia does not listen to this episode. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. No, no. Uh, she should just miss out some funny shit. Yeah, right. So you would have him. You would have him on his hands and knees, you know, scrubbing I, with like, a toothbrush. I literally thought, really, like, I literally thought, like, you know, scrub my toilet, Steven Tyler. Really, I don't. Yeah, and you take a picture like Steven Tyler scrubbing my toilets. I, I never, it never Sh- even thought of my mind to be like, I want to fuck your daughter with the lights on as you serenade me with I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> how how could that not be in your head? Ugh. You thought of him cleaning your toilet. With a toothbrush. You gotta wait to blow your load until he hits that high note. Oh, and that shit was done before it even. Destroyer. That shit was done before he even started saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Mr. And I can't even talk now. <laughs> Mr. Sinister to star in Wolverine 3, according to Brian Singer. The digital HD release of X Men Apocalypse contains audio commentary with the director, where Singer says that Mr. Sinister teased at the end of the film was to prepare audiences for Wolverine 3. The confirmation is nice, but it's still no word on who will be playing the character. For those of you who might be unfamiliar with Mr. Sinister, his real name is Nathaniel Essex. I fucked that up. Owner of Essex Corp. Uh, that's how the post credit scene in Apocalypse links to him. It also kind of, it's also kind of fitting as Apocalypse is, a directly, re- is directly responsible for turning 
Nathan exits into Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister. Uh, he is a villain that is a little more than obsessed with genetics and science behind mutant and their mutations. Regularly, I can't talk. You got me so flustered. <laughs> Regularly experimenting on Whoa. mutants and even going as far as making a clone of Jean Grey, known as Madeline Pryor, who goes on to become the first wife of Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops, and they have a son by the name of Cable. Sinister is also known for playing with his own biology until he's become all but immortal in his quest to find the perfect mutant. Whoa. He's one, if you don't know Mr. Sinister, he's one of the most fucked up um, X-Men heroes, or well, I should say villains. Mm-hmm. Um, he has kind of has his hands in everything, and he's kind of been around for a long time, and he's got different origins, he's got different storylines. There was even a storyline where he pretty much had a hand in creating Cable to send him back in time to kill Apocalypse. Um, I mean, he's he's one of the, the major uh, X-Men bad guys, and I know Jose is super excited about him finally coming to the movies. Too bad he couldn't come here to fucking talk about it. Yeah, I know. He's busy nursing the stroke. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Milking it. <laughs> right. Uh, Benicio Del Toro to star in 2018 Predator reboot. Meh. I hope Arnold is in it. They need, Meh. To, they need to have Arnold, Jesse the Body Ventura, Danny Glover, and Benicio Del Toro. Stupid. <laughs> All Steven Tyler is singing. No. No Steven Tyler singing. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Predator is just something he need to leave alone. Why? Arnie did a great job. They redid it. It wasn't that great. Then they did Alien vs. Predator. It wasn't that great. Yeah. Just leave the shit alone. <laughs> leave that motherfucker alone. Reboots, man. Reboots. Fuck your reboots. Anne Hathaway wants to return as Catwoman. Can't do it. Sorry about your luck. She stated, I love the character and I had a blast playing her. I'm not sure how it will work because I think the Chris Nolan chapter of Batman story is done and I'm part of that. Sucker. But I love the DCU and it would be fun to take a trip back. It'd be cool if she'd reprise her role as Catwoman in... doesn't necessarily have to be the same Catwoman. Yeah, she could just be Catwoman again. Right. I mean, that's not that crazy. In the Ben Affleck movie? What up, Ben Affleck? Just do it. That's what I was telling... Uh, I'll tell the story when we get to it. Never mind. What? About the dudes playing Deathstroke. Oh, yeah. Well, it's right now. Yeah. Update to a story we covered last week. Joe Magniel... Magnalio? I fucking... I'm going to butcher your name every time. Magnalio will officially be playing Deathstroke in Ben Affleck's solo Batman film. It is official. Yep. The Deathstroke footage we saw is for Batman. It's not for Justice League. Woo-hoo. But I was talking about it. I was like, yeah. I'm excited. I was, telling, I was telling my wife, and I was like, yeah, Deathstroke. She's like, what the f- who, who cares? I was like, that werewolf dude from True Blood is going to be in it. She's like, I'm ready to see it. <laughs> She should be like Magic Mike too, and Magic Mike. She's so she's she's down now. She's down to go see fucking Batman with me now. Yeah, because fucking Joe Manganiello is playing fucking Deathstroke. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Why the fuck didn't you correct me? Because it's funnier to watch <laughs> you make. Fuck- <laughs> it's funnier to watch you do that. <laughs> the butcher it. Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick. Uh, we have zero credibility on this show. <laughs> zero. Maybe that's why we never go anywhere, because we have literally zero credibility. <laughs> why? Because I can't pronounce names, and you just sit there and laugh at me and don't <laughs> don't fucking correct it. I did. Yeah. 
Too late. I, I just waited. I waited until it was the appropriate time. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> Alan Moore has announced his retirement from comic books, but the ever outspoken comic creator didn't go quietly into the night. Instead, he took time to throw some little, to throw a little shade. You like to throw shade, Kyle? <laughs> no. And he threw a little shade at none other than the Caped Crusader. In his interview with uh, with the Guardian magazine, Moore told the time. Uh, Moore took the time to let us all know he really. Uh, I can't read tonight. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This is a terrible. Put a fork in it. You're put done. a fork in me. I'm done. Like it's still like I can't get that image out of my head of Steven Tyler Singing. sitting there belting his ass off as you're plowing his daughter. Yeah. Like it just. With her silky white uh, skin. Oh, dude, man. I just, and her blue eyes looking back at me. Oh. I can't get it. On, I got to get it on my head before I can finish this show. Fucking brown hair flying. Oh, dude, it's great. <sighs> All right. Alan Moore has announced his retirement from comic books, but the ever outspoken comic creator didn't go quietly into the night. Instead, he took time to throw a little shade at the Caped Crusader. In his interview with The Guardian, Moore took the time to let us all know how he truly feels about superheroes and the superhero movies. <laughs> he said, I am sure there's probably a very good reason for hundreds of thousands of adults who are flocking to see the latest adventures of Batman, but I, for one, am a little in the dark of what that reason is. The superhero characters that were invented by Jack Kirby in the 1960s or earlier, I have great love for those characters, as they were made... Uh, to me when I was thirteen, a 13-year-old boy. They are brilliantly designed and creative characters, but they were 50 years ago. I think this century needs uh, deserves its own culture. It deserves artists that are actually going to attempt to say things that are relevant in the time we are actually living in. This is a long-winded way of me saying I really, 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 really am sick of Batman. <laughs> I, I, I thought about that all day. I've I've been I've been mowing that over all day long since we talked about it. Whatever time you posted it for I've, you to see, I've been I've been thinking about it. My first po- point was good point. I'm glad somebody actually said that because mm-hmm. it's true. We have the same recycled stuff all the time now. Mm-hmm. Like there is. There is no real, and that I think that's really why people are pushing towards like image and aftershock and and all them is because they're they're putting out this different kind of content, and it's not the same recycled stuff that we've been reading over and over and over again. Uh huh. And I, but on the same note, every time they decide to take a character away, what happens? Everybody bitches. We you decide to put in new people. Everybody bitches. You know what I mean? Like if they decided we're not going to do Batman anymore. You know what? Yes, Batman's been here for fifty years. We're gonna we're gonna Batman's gonna take a break. Fucking people would come. I would see so many bullshit internet petitions. Bring Batman back. You know what I mean? It's, it's Damn, I didn't know Cookie Monster <laughs> liked Batman that much. You, but you, you know what I mean? It, and that's part of the reason why we're stuck with this recycle thing is because people won't let go of it. Mm-hmm. People don't want to. People don't want to see Batman go. But I agree with him. But, I mean, what would, what would you have? Corporate greed man? What would you have? China factory building man? I mean... No, but you don't necessarily have to have a... 
you don't have to have it to be about superheroes. Alan Moore is an icon. There's no question about this. But I mean, like even like he started like even like Captain America. Remember back in the day, he fought the Nazis. I mean, that was, yeah, they it was relevant. It was, but they had to pivot him to be a more relevant character today. And they're constantly having to pivot him to keep him relevant. Yeah. And he's not... And they're constantly changing origin stories. They're constantly changing the character to fit today's mold. And what Alan Moore is saying is that you have these characters draw... You have these talented artists drawing the same characters over and over and over again that have been drawn since the 50s, 60s, and 70s, early as the 40s. see some new stuff. Right. Let's see some new stuff. Let's see some creativity. Let's see some, some influences that... That show that you're influenced by your surroundings and like what's I going took on it today. Like, like, let's not do Batman. Let's do new characters. Let's come up with some new, fresh stuff. That's well, I don't think he's necessarily saying don't do Batman. I think it's he's saying don't bring on new situations to put Batman in. You could have a new character for that. You can make it, one of Alan Moore's biggest characters. Look at the the shit our country is going through right now with the police shootings, police brutality, the fucking football players protesting the national anthem. Yeah, but what do you have? Fucking one national of the, anthem man? No, but one of the biggest icons and biggest faces of rebellion comes from an Alan Moore book. V for Vendetta. Yeah. Everywhere you see the fucking V for Vendetta mask. The Anonymous uses it. The hacking group. So his, his he made one of the biggest icons for revolution. And, and it still holds true today. But you don't have to, you know, you could have transgendered superheroes. You could have, you know. See, I got out of it that, that stories new, of people. New characters. Let's see new things. Let's see new. Well, you could see stories. You could see a comic book based on people that are standing up for tyranny and injustice and trying to stop police brutality. You know, you could have a Punisher type character that goes rogue and d- doesn't feel like he belongs in a system anymore where there's so much police corruption and that he's trying to fight against it and and things like that and you know you could have so much new stuff that goes from your situations today because what does marvel do they give us spider gwen they give us silk two female superheroes yes but they're almost identical yeah yeah it's silk is kind of the same same but different where she has a couple different powers but still they give us Silk and, and Spider-Gwen, two of the same people. They give you Gwenpool. She's essentially the same as Deadpool, just Gwen Stacy, which I don't get, but whatever. I'm not, I don't work at Marvel. Um, you know, look at Batman. They give you Gotham and Gotham Girl. They kind of twisted it a little bit, you know, on... They, they, you can kind of tell that Gotham and Gotham Girl are directly influenced by the situations that were happening in Gotham and, and their surroundings. But in the movies, though, too, like you could have... Why why does Batman always have to fight the Joker is kind of what I'm getting at. Like you could have all these different movies that are because made. Because that's what everybody relates. That's why I they know. do it. That's, that's what you grew up with. That's what you know. You know Batman fought the Joker. You don't... The general masses do not want to see Batman fight Mr. Freeze. But yeah. fight somebody else. That's they want do they want Batman to fight the Joker. That's and when they're, they're these movies that they're catering, they're they're you have to cater it for the general audience and and that makes it relatable to the general audience. 
because the non-comic book person knows Batman and the Joker. But they it, know Superman. It's they also, know. though, you recycle the same hero over and over and over and over That's what I'm saying. That, that's, see, that's what I got out of that was it's time to create, new, with all these awesome artists that we have, it's time to create new blood of yeah. superheroes. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what I'm, I get from it, too, is it, it's time to create new blood, new situations that are mere images of the environment that have shaped the artist. So, like, not even have Batman. Yeah. Like, something completely different. There's still talent. There's so many talented artists today that aren't that are getting cheated, and not being able to to show their their voice because, yeah, you do great work, so you get in the industry and like, well, here's Batman, draw Batman. Don't no don't don't change him, draw Batman. Mm-hmm. This is what we want. This is what you got to do. That's why I think it's what's awesome about Image, is we're getting some of this new blood. We're getting some of this. Because a lot of stuff at Image is you can you can you can see where it is you can see where the, you know what I mean mm-hmm. their influences are and I think that's what's cool about it. I think that's where, like, Alan Moore. I think if I remember correctly, Alan Moore wanted to do a Justice League story, and they didn't like where he was going with it, and he said "fuck you" and went and did Watchmen. That's what the Watchmen mm-hmm. is. You know, Watchmen is such a good it's such a good graphic novel. V for Vendetta is another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did ki- he did Killing Joke, but you know he's done so many good novels that have been original. That I understand where he's coming from. It's just no, it's just the same rehashed garbage, over and over again. Mm-hmm. And there's no new voice. He wants a new voice, you know. DC and, and Marvel. And I want it to are, sound like this. DC and Marvel <laughs> are kind of like chopping you off at the knees because they're they're all impressed. So your work that you did to get you noticed that might be new, upcoming, and edgy just went out the fucking window because guess what? You're going to draw Batman. And yeah, you're going to get a lot of money drawing Batman, but you're not going to get the... You're not going to have your artistic voice anymore. But, I mean, they they have these staples that work. Why, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But, the, but in that same... But whenever people introduce something everybody the part of the problem is everybody shits on everything that especially now that we have the internet yes it makes it very much so much easier if Marvel decided they wanted to come out with a new line of characters everybody would complete and totally shit on it I think it depends on how you pitch it it depends on how you pitch it everybody shits on everything there would be so many petitions new characters well, you got to think, though, if everyone thought that thought process, you wouldn't have Deathstroke. You wouldn't have Deadpool. You wouldn't have all these modern characters or all these other mo- yeah, but Marvel characters. Yeah, stuff was more creative then. There was Stuff's creative now. It's just that they would r- much rather... hold it to where it's Well, at. right, because they would see the dollar signs because of the movies, and they want to make it a Batman story. You know, they want it to be, oh, that's a good story, but what if we put Batman in it? You know? How much cooler would Scott Snyder's Court of Owl story been if it was someone else, or if it was a standalone thing? It would have been pretty cool. You know, but it's a Batman story now. So you got all, you know, it's just, you got all these well, real world events. Because he's a Batman events. writer. Well, no, I know, but I'm just saying that, like... He didn't pitch it for something else. He, he pitched writes, it for Batman. He writes witches, and, but he didn't get noticed for writing Batman. He got noticed for writing other stuff that's no, unique. No, he got noticed for writing Batman. No, before he got the job on Detective Comics. What did he write before that? He was writing American Vampire. That was right on. He was writing. No, it was the same time. 
I think he started writing American Vampire before. I think so. And then he got put on Detective. Mm, I don't think so. But, I mean, look at all these other artists, though. Like, look at Ramita. Ramita's style changed so much when he left Marvel. Ramita Jr., I should say. Um, look at Greg Capullo. I mean, Greg Capullo's a good, a good one to use in this because he left... He left Batman to go express himself and he do He was a, already writing Detective. It was about the same time. He already left... He left Batman to go do a book at Image with Mark Millar, I think? Who? Greg Capullo. Or Capullo. Capullo? Yeah. Is he, is that who he's doing it with? I don't know who he's I, doing it I with. I thought it was him. I know uh, Galapian is inking it. Yeah. But... So he left Batman to go do that and get a little bit more freedom. And some people are shitting on him. He's like, that book's going to be shit. Like, that's what you see on Twitter. Twitter is a fucking... Twitter and YouTube are cesspools, man. Like, it's just where people go to shit on everything. But I kind of agree. I see where Alan Moore has a point. I see the contradictory side of it. But I, I think we do need a little bit more originality in today's comic book industry. Kyle is dead. He he started American Vampire first. Okay. And then he started doing Detective, like, months apart. But he actually got noticed for doing, like, Human Torch and Iron Man and stuff. Okay. But, you know, I, I see where Alan Moore is coming from on that point. You know? I see where he is. Oh, look, there's a picture of Scott Snyder signing two books. Uh, two Detective comic books. I should be getting those back from grading any day now. Yeah. All right. right. But yes, I see where he's coming from, too. There's so much awesome talent out there that so much creativity that is that can be done and so much that can be brought out that, you know what I mean? Yes, we're, we're, we're instead of going through so much creativity, we're getting yet another Batman story. Right. And I get it. But you know what? Honestly, I want another Batman story. <laughs> I want another Nightwing story. Yeah. Those help me sleep at night. Like you said, there's there's pros and cons for either side of the argument, whichever side you're on. But But I do I do think I think but yes, I think Marvel and DC both should think outside of the box and let some of these people instead of going to image and doing these these creator-owned image books, maybe let them do them at Marvel. Mm-hmm. Maybe let them do some, you know, something good at Marvel. Let them, let them try that new character out, you know? Well, that's the thing is I think that Marvel could benefit from that if they mm-hmm. stopped focusing on all, all heroes and they had a couple books under the Marvel title that maybe weren't superhero-based. Look at some of our favorite books from, from Image. Beauty, The Walking Dead, Huck. Huck came out of nowhere. Look at some of the biggest books in comics right now. Um, there's Wicked, The Wicked and the Divine. There's Saga. Um, what else are some other ones that are huge right now? There's so many of them. I can't. No, there really there's are. so many that I have no idea. No, there really are. I can't think of the, the titles of them. Um... 
Witches. That's done. Outcast. Um, American Vampire. There's a, a few of them that are out American there. American Vampire that, was a Vertigo book. Yeah, but Vertigo is owned by DC. I thought you were talking about image books. No, I'm just saying comic books in general that are not superhero-based. Paper Girls. That's Paper awesome. Girls. That's one I forgot about. Um, there's uh, Sex and then Sex whoa, Criminals. buddy, whoa. Sex Criminals is a huge book. Matt Fraction. Are they still writing that? Yeah. I thought that was done. But, um... You know, one of the biggest books, and one of the biggest books last year was *The Wicked and the Divine*. It's a, it's not about superheroes. It's about deities and pop stars and shit like that. Shit, so. shit. I see where Alan Moore's coming from. I see both sides of it, honestly. I agree to a point, and then I still, I still think there's a room. There's room for both. There's room for Batman, and there's room for a superhero. Some that's new shaped. creative blood to come in. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You said it perfectly, Kyle. Fucking finally. <laughs> Former WWE superstar and comic book writer CM Punk loses his UFC debut to Mickey Gale in Oops. 2 minutes and 14 seconds by submission. Thank God. You know what? I'm going to put this out there. Fuck you wrestling people. Stay the fuck out of the UFC. Why? I think you did all right. Keep acting. Keep doing your fake shit. Stay the fuck out of the UFC. Why? Look at Brock Lesnar. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Dude, the first... <laughs> Dude. Uh, Fuck mm, Brock Lesnar. Nope. I Dude. do not share that sentiment. <laughs> because Dude, when he's pummeling the when... shit out of you, <laughs> I'm going to laugh my ass off. Do you remember when he fought um, his first, like his second, first or second? Frank Mir. When he fought Frank Mir. Do you remember how he fucking, how Frank Mir submitted him? Yeah. He pretty much grabbed his big toe and twisted it. Yeah, but then he came back and beat the hell out of him. And then he was the UFC champion. No, I didn't until, beat the hell out of him. Until Alex, and then until um, Overeem busted his fucking ass wide open. But, but and then he got that that dude Brock Lesnar is like small and it's like a tree trunk on a two little fucking chicken legs. Dude, I'm I do not share that sentiment. <laughs> Brock Lesnar is not gonna come and kick my uh, ass. Uh, Brock Lesnar because kick I said your he should. No, he's not. He's probably a really nice guy. Nah, he's not. He's not. He's not. I met him way back in the early Dude 2000s. Dude is not going to come to my house and kick my ass because I, I, met him. I said he needs to stay there. He knows. His last fight, he got his ass handed to him. The last fight he fought a few months ago. No, he won. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. In UFC 200, he won. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Okay. He just destroyed He's not going to fight anymore. He's not fighting in UFC well, anymore. Because he, he got busted for peds. Or popped for, uh... Fuck Brock. You know what? He, he, I'm sure he's... I just... I've, I, the second he went to the UFC, I was pissed off about it. I met him in an Applebee's in 2000... And, I think 2002, after a Monday Night Raw show. And he was kind of a jerk. But that's just how Brock Lesnar is. But, um... CM Punk... Stay the fuck out of the UFC. You showed some heart, and I appreciate that you tried and you got in there and you stood your ground, but maybe next time don't bite Do off it. more than you can at you. Um, but I, I fully back you, Punk. Kyle, maybe not, but... Brock Lesnar, I do not share the same sentiment as Kyle. Oh, yeah, he did win. He, Told he beat you. Marcotte. I... I I do not share that. He lost to Frank Mir. 
Yes, he did. And then he beat Frank Mir. He bought. He beat Randy Couture. Mm-hmm. He beat Harris Henning. He won against Shane Carwin. He lost against Kane Velasquez. Oh, it was Velasquez that busted him open. Then it yeah. wasn't Overeem. And I think Overeem. And he like, he did lose the he did lose yeah. the Overeem too. And then he beat Mark Hunt. I don't care. Fuck him, dude. Don't say that. I'm not saying it literally, <laughs> but just I. I. Dude, I am very passionate about mixed martial arts, and having wrestlers just think they could just walk in and just fight, it just, I don't agree with it. I, just, I don't like it. But I, Brock Lesnar had a, a amateur background. He had a, a shit. amateur wrestling background. Don't not, give a shit. Not talking WWE, like he was a... I don't care. He was... Don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Stay the fuck out of the UFC. Fuck Brock <laughs> Lesnar. Fuck, okay. fuck CM Punk or whatever the fuck his whoa, name is. Whoa, buddy. Fuck that guy, too. Whoa, buddy. Whoa. I know I'm gonna piss off some of your wrestling whoa, people whoa, out buddy, there. Whoa, buddy! Whoa, and and just you know, like I like remember when the UFC became sponsored by Harley Davidson and Bud Light. Mm-hmm. I almost stopped watching the UFC because of it. Fuck Bud Light. Stay the fuck out of the UFC. Stick with boxing. Stay the fuck out of the UFC. Why? You don't need Bud Light in there. Dude, you it's a sponsor. I don't give a shit. They're fuck throwing money at you. You're the sponsor. You can fucking see Maypax. Sponsoring or Tampax sponsoring the UFC, they pay him a fucking enough money. Like Monster, I don't mind Monster. It's like you know, having the big M in the middle, that's fine. It's Monster. It's it, that's fine, but not fuck. Stay out of it, Bud Light. Stay out of it, Harley Davidson. Jesus, dude, I almost, I really did when Bud. Like I was really happy when when you stopped seeing that Bud Light symbol in the middle of the UFC octagon and you started seeing. The fucking monster thing. I was stoked. Like, I stopped watching the UFC because of it. Mm. Like, I was going to completely stop at the UFC altogether because that's fucking... Fuck them. Kyle is just on a mood... On a, he's on a rampage. Not today. on a rampage. I just... They, You're motherfucking Brock Lesnar. I don't... I, I have been watching the UFC before it was the UFC. That, I've been that, watching it. I have a feeling that dude takes dumps bigger than both of us. The dude is not going to show up at my door and beat my ass because I said, I don't like him in the UFC. It did. I guarantee it's going to be just like at the end of James out of the strike back. <laughs> he fucking throws the fucking, are you, uh, are you fucking Kyle Kane 4311 on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> fucking throws it back, fucking grabs Did you me. say, fuck Brock Lesnar, <laughs> fuck his stupid ass, stay the fuck out of UFC? <laughs> Yeah, I said that. <laughs> he's gonna fucking suplex you. I he's gonna take your ass to Suplex City. I'm pretty sure he's got thicker skin than that. You're gonna you're gonna see a picture of you like suplex. half dazed with your eye hanging out, taking a selfie, and be like, just got suplexed by Brock. Dude, Lesnar. that would be my dude. If like someone's taking a picture, he's fucking suplexing me over his. <laughs> dude, it would be my profile picture. It would be my background picture. It would be the Christmas card. But I, he, I'm pretty sure that motherfucker. Happy got, holidays! <laughs> Did you getting suplexed? Dude's got a fucking a short sword on his fucking chest. I'm pretty sure he's thick skinned. Yeah. Maybe. And if it is, if he's not, and he's gonna come beat my ass. I'm really sorry, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you're backtracking. No, fuck Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. I, 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 I'm gonna write to my opinion. Yes, you do. And my opinion is fuck Brock Lesnar. <laughs> There are consequences for your opinion also. Yeah, he's, dude's not going to take his time. You're going to go to Suplex City. I'm just telling you. That's all right. If that dude knocks at my door because I said Frock, but fuck Brock Lesnar, the dude can You're just going to see some little fat guy with a, a bald head who just doesn't want to let his hair go, and he's going to be on a megaphone. 
in your front yard. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. And he's gonna fucking Brock Lesnar's gonna get out of the car and just suplex you everywhere. I'll just grab his big toe, twist it like Frank Mir did. Yeah. Ankle lock him. Oh my god. <laughs> your best bet is to use your natural defense and start sweating whiskey to get away. Oh my god. He'll take one look at me and says, oh, "Fuck it, it's not yeah. worth it." Yeah, right. Shooting my childhood in the ass with a BB gun is Darkwing Duck creator. Tad Stone, who revealed to Hollywood Reporter that despite the show being a spin-off of DuckTales and also featuring Launchpad, Darkwing Duck and DuckTales don't take place in the same universe. And Duck I always Tales. thought they did. Woo-hoo. I always thought they did. No. When I was a kid, I always thought they did because Launchpad was Launchpad was there. So you thought at night Darkwing Duck just came out? Well, I just thought Darkwing Duck was just another just person there. in the city, yeah. So you had Scrooge McDuck and he would do So is Scrooge McDuck swimming in his fucking tower yeah. of this Darkwing Duck is Darkwing Duck is being the terror that f- quacks in the night. Yeah. <laughs> I never even thought about them being in the same city. I always looked at them as two different entities, like two different things. Well, I mean, Darkwing Duck is a, sp- is a direct spinoff of DuckTales, but Launchpad... I, I, ne- I never pictured him like as like, you see Scrooge McDuck in there in the DuckTales like Darkwing Duck is like that would running be like, around like off panel <laughs> that would be like them saying that Tailspin has nothing to do with the Jungle Book right when you know it does but um uh, 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 I don't want to close my <laughs> eyes <laughs> however with it being the 25th anniversary of the show Tadstone did offer up some advice for anyone looking to reboot Darkwing Duck uh, you want to do Darkwing in 2017 or 18? Not from uh, 25 years ago. The show should be different and should have a different life to it. Some new blood. Yeah. A new take on Darkwing Duck. Should be the Darkwing Toxic Avenger. <laughs> no. No, no. Um, regular show fans, it's my job to be the bearer of bad news. It's but not the popular bad news. Cartoon Network show will be coming to an end. Cartoon Network announced today... That the eighth season of the show will be its last, so get ready to sit back, relax, and enjoy Mordecai and Rigby's final adventures. The final season will start on Monday, September 26th at 8 p.m., with the final episode airing in January 2017. I'm trying to think what the regular show is. You don't, you're sitting here clapping that it's ending, and you're doing what the fuck the regular show is? I think I know what it is. What? Wait, hold on, let me Google it. I'll tell you if I've seen it or not. I love regular show. It is hilarious. It is funny. It's even funnier to I watch see- when you're stoned. It's the the big blue oh yeah blue yeah, 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 yeah and the I've seen it. It's a fucking funny show. It has the best musical references in it. Their soundtracks are always killer. It's a fucking funny ass show. Muscle Man. I take my clapping back. My mom. Regular show's a good fucking show. Yeah, man. I take my clapping back. Now, if it was like Adventure Time or something like that, I didn't I liked think. Adventure Time. I thought that shit was funny as fuck. I, it was at the beginning, and then it just got old. Dude, I thought that shit was fucking funny as fuck. But I like regular show. And uh, to round out the end of the night, we have a listener question from Alex. You all know Alex, the guy who... Uh, bat pole! Yeah, asked, bat pole! Asked to tell his wife pole. that she could slide down his bat pole anytime he wanted, she wanted. And, and where's our fucking update? Did, did it did Yeah, it I know. Did you did, Alex, did it work? Did your... Did our shout out to you work? Did I don't she want slide details. I just want, I just want a yay or a nay. <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down. That's it. Um, 
Alex asked, if you could erase one movie from your memory so that you can experience the joy of it again for the first time, what would it be? Back to the Future. That's a good one. That's a fucking awesome one. That's a good one. I didn't think of that one. Dude, you were fucking so off your game today. What the fuck? Well, because I was like, what's a movie that I watch over and over and over again and can never get sick Dude, of? Dude, I watch, like, on Labor Day weekend, I M- watch... Mallrats. Mallrats would be good. Clerks. I think Back to Future would be better, though. Yeah. Like, I watched that movie. Like, that movie was on AMC. Like, they repeated all three movies all day long. Mm-hmm. And that's right. I just lay there and watched them over and over again. The the problem with this is there's so many good movies out there that I've seen that it's like, I'd which one? Batman, Superman, which and not one do I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which one do I want to erase to rewatch? Apocalypse. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a tough question. I do Back to the Future because I know yeah, if you I erase it from my mind. Think about that. No, and I watched it again. I I would love it just to say, oh my. Dude, I still go on and try to find a Is DeLorean. it weird that I like Back to the Future 2 more than the first one? Yes. I like No, two. it's really good, though. I like 2 way better than the first. I like the first one because it, it, set, it set it all up. It's, but it, 2 it's is one. basically the first one just reimagined. Because you have the first half where he's going to the future, and then he's going back to the past. So it's like he relives the first movie all over again. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. He back took to that the, guy's wallet. Back I think to the he future. took that guy's wallet. Yeah, Back to the Future is a good one. That's what I Fuck, think. Kyle. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. This motherfucker's on fire. I think Star Wars. The original Star Wars trilogy. Four, five, and six? Yeah. The original. That's, that's three movies, buddy. Not one. It's three. The original Star Wars. Just A New Hope. Wow. Oh. Dude, I watched four. Did you watch The Force Awakens this weekend? No. Watch it like fucking like six times. But I don't know. That's weird because I wasn't born in that time. Like, yeah. Star Wars. I saw Star Wars when I was young, thanks to my dad. But but it'd been out for a long. Right. It was since out before you were born. Yeah, since the seventies. Can't think. Came out in seventy eight. But seventy nine. I just still remember the first time watching Star Wars, man. That shit was already on HBO when you've seen it. Yeah, I saw it on VHS. Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> Everybody get up. Time to tame now. I don't know, man. There's so many good movies. Forrest Gump. I, I wouldn't want to... If I had that privilege, I wouldn't want to... Forrest Gump would not be the movie I'd want to have the ability to raise from my mind to watch again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, you, to race from your memory to watch again and have it like have that joy... See, like, I, I enjoyed, I, I liked the movie Forrest Gump, but, it's, like, when I watch Back to the Future, man, I get fucking, I'm excited, I get fucking tensed, I get, like, I don't get those with Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's just a good movie. It's, it's something cool to watch. It's, it's funny. It's, they, they make it relatable with the shit that he goes through when he's running and Well, not and just that, but how many, and, like, things that he's attached to to what's out there today. But it's, it's a good movie. But it's not like like I, shit happened. It didn't bring like this ultimate joy to me. Like, like when I was done watching it, I, I felt a little bit better about the world. But it, like the Back to the Future brought like happiness and joy to me. Like I was like, like I still catch myself 
sitting there and like I was watching uh, when I was watching when I was watching Back to the Future 3 and this is what I think is really cool because you could always argue this whole time travel thing like they Marty drives into the screen right in Back to the Future 2 to go to Back to the Future 3 you know and he, he cuts the fuel line right and they only mess with one DeLorean okay but what initiated that you remember what initiated all of him to go like he Doc went back in a time machine put a time machine in a cave mm-hmm. they took it you know what I mean but like the whole time they're like fucking why don't they just take the parts from that time machine and put it on this time machine right like they had two to fuck with they had two to worry to fuck with and they only fucked with one and that's what's the cool thing about the features you could sit there and you can debate it you can you can go into it you know what I mean you can like like it boggles my mind time travel and like I go into like these depth theories and thoughts about it and you know what Forrest Gump is shoot happens you know what I mean it's like yeah but I'm just saying we have two different tastes in movies though <laughs> like I'm yeah you, you you would like to erase Forrest Gump from your mind so you could watch it again no I'm it. just saying it was a good movie but I think my, my ultimate one would be Clerks because Clerks is the movie that drove me to my love of film. And Wouldn't that suck, though, if you watch it and you went, this movie blows. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you erase it from your mind cause, because, you know, when you watch things, you're watching things in a period well, of time that do things. But now, you can say the same thing about fucking Back to the Future. No way. Right now. What if this movie blows? No way. That movie would never blow. We fucking awesome. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be funny, though? You're like, you know, you, you watch and you go, fuck, now I know why I made yoga hosers because he fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. would that suck though? Like, you love the, that would suck too. Like, I watch, I love Back to the Future and then I like, I erase it from my mind I watch it again I go, <laughs> thumbs down of Marty fucking like, why? You know what I mean? Yeah. Michael J. sucks. You know what I mean? Like, Aw. Don't make Mike, fun of Michael J. Shanks. Michael J. Shanks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, that would suck, but oh man, I just don't think it would happen though. Like, I, but I mean, that would, but part of it is yeah. I don't know. I really don't. My know. problem is there's so many good movies out there that I can't narrow down to. The only thing I'm, the only reason I say Clerks is because it it defined who I am as a film enthusiast. It's why I like uh, going Kevin to Smith Copycat. No, but it's like <laughs> it's why I like going to the theaters. It's why it. It kind of shaped the way I look at movies. Did that? Yeah, Clerks. Clerks is a, yeah. Like I liked Clerks. It was cool. The first time I watched it, I was like, I think I need to watch that one again. I'm not sure about that. I'm up in the air about this one. I. Well, did. I mean, I know right out of the gate, I was like, "Fuck, Jay's awesome." I I don't know what it, I can't pinpoint it for you. I couldn't tell you like, why. At first, I'm like, but this it's just, movie just fucking goddamn. They just fucking talk and 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 talk. And then they, and then I watched Mallrats, and they talk and talk and talk. They don't talk as much. A little more action in it. And by the time I had gotten to Dogma, like chasing the man, like but once I got to Dogma, that was it. Well, it's not even his body of work specifically. It's just Clerks. There's just something about that movie that spoke to me. And I think it was the blowjob part. No, and yeah, it speaks it to did. the it way I like. You. I, I watch films and I enjoy films. You and wanted to do that many blowjobs. No, but you know, it just, it, I think a lot of it has to do with 
I have a lot of inside of me, a lot of Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, tons of Kevin Smith. So much Kevin Smith. No, I have inside of me a will to want to do something like that. And he kind of clerks kind of is the way to go and show you that it's not impossible. That you, all you have to do is put your mind to it and get your buddies together. But and you it's can not make a the actual. Film. It's not the actual movie that did that for you. Then it, it's it's what. You you saw what what can happen because of that movie. Well, but it's right, not the movie but itself. it's it's the the movie incorporates that though too. Like you watch it and you go, "Fuck! If this thing is big, anybody can make a movie." Because I honestly, Clerks is the film that got me into loving film for the art of of filmmaking. Is it because it was black and white? No, it's just I just think it's a really well. It's an underrated, really really well it's done it was in indie a convenience film. store. And that's why I I'm drawn more to indie films. So it oh berserker. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's why I'm drawn more to indie films. One of my favorite indie films. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Safety Not Guaranteed. No, it's with Mark Duplass and um, the chick who plays April Ludgate from. I only watch real movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch indie movies. Who watches <sighs> indie movies? Pretentious people who pretend to be something watching. No, movies. they're just it's creative movies. Her, hers another great a fucking movie. Ben her, no, just her. H e i r, no. Um, the you se- know what movie really pushed me is Precious. Oh my god, why? Because it made me think outside the box. It made me think. You know what? You shut the. F- I can be a filmmaker. Oh my god. <laughs> Secret Life, Walter Mitty. Like, there's a lot of very awesome films that... Is that the one with Ben Stiller? It is. Where he's fucking... Imagines all that shit? Yeah, it's that's, a fucking, that's a phenomenal movie. It's not an dude. indie movie. No, it's not, but it's a different type of movie. It's I'm, I'm talking right now movies that have, like... Isn't that the one where, he, where my, he goes to, like, Iceland or something yeah, like that? Yeah. It's developed my, developed my palette for movies. Like, I love just finding new movies, man. Like, movies are... Or something Netflix. passionate about. Every, I do. Every month has new movies. Yeah. For your palate. That's, I've watched a lot of them. <laughs> I watch a lot of movies, too. Every now and then I'm like, hmm, this looks like a good movie. And I watched Star Wars six times this weekend. Well, maybe you should have done something else. <laughs> <laughs> I also watch uh, Octopussy. Yikes. I don't know. Like, Back to the Future is a good one. I. It's awesome, dude. Fucking nailed it. Yeah, you did. Fucking nailed it. I'm and, dancing around this question because I really don't know. And uh, I figured out that uh, Christopher Lloyd that was in Back to the Future is not the Christopher Lloyd that made Modern Family. They are two different fucking people. <laughs> oh, of course. When he was here at Biggest Comic-Con last year, I wanted, I wanted to congratulate him on Modern Family because I like it so much. <laughs> I, was gonna, I wanted to pay money to go, thank you for bringing us Modern Family, Christopher Lloyd. I appreciate it, but it's a different Christopher Lloyd. He'd be like, great Scott, Kyle, you're some kind of dumbass. Wrong Christopher Lloyd, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't uh, find out until this year when I was hanging out with Eric. And I was telling that same story when we were up where all the actors are. Were you, you were, no, it's just me, Dan, no, and yeah, Eric. I wasn't there. And we were sitting there, and he fucking, he, he pretty much, that's pretty much what he did. He's like, dumbass. It's <laughs> wrong Christopher Lloyd. I was like, no, it's not. He's like, Yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit. Well, good thing I didn't pay 50 bucks to meet him then. Ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, shit. <sighs> I don't know. That's a, that's a really a tough question. That's a good point. I mean, I, I love Clerks, and it went a long way to inspire me on my creative 
to be creative in the things I do. And but you do a good job. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but again, you're right. You could watch it nowadays and be like, "This movie fucking sucks." It might not have the same meaning. Whereas Back to the Future, it's gonna be the same movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's always the same movie. And Star it's, Wars. It's never different. It's always the same movie. I don't know. Now you're all fucking flustered. I am. I don't <laughs> know. Jesus like, Christ. I'm trying to think of uh, there's anybody I know that generally just, it's like, I don't generally? care. Generally? No, I said generally. Oh. Just doesn't care for Back to the Future. My wife doesn't care for it. Really? Nope. Doesn't care for it at all. Why? I don't know. Maybe I watched it 7,000 times. I have no idea. Hmm. She doesn't care for it that much. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't pinpoint it. You stumped me, Alex. I got nothing. <laughs> I couldn't tell you a movie. I would have to go with Back to the Future with Kyle. I mean, because it was, it was just, because you remember when you, the first time you watched Back to the Future, you were just like, holy shit, 88 miles per hour, DeLorean, fucking time travel, motherfucking shit, just look, cool flux capacitor, Jesus Christ, this is genius. Like, you were super excited. Well, I think the whole allure of Back to the Future is that it, it brought you all the way up to last year, because... It came back to 2015, and you wanted to see if we were going to have flying cars or if we actually dressed like that or nope, how far technology was and will we have hoverboards yet. And I just think there are so many, like, points in of that movie. Well, that's number two. But there's so many points of that movie that you're just like, is this going to be relevant today? And Yeah, but, I mean, even the first time I seen Back to the Future, I, that's, that was... Yeah. Like, it took me, you know what, it honestly, it took me years to figure out, like, like when, I didn't know Calvin Klein, was the first time I ever watched Back to Feature, I didn't know Calvin Klein was uh, a, a designer clothing. Uh-huh. I had no idea. Until I watched it again when I was older, I was like, oh, fuck, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about Calvin Klein, Calvin Klein. I didn't know it was, when I was a kid, I didn't know it was a designer clothing. Now, if we're talking a, a movie that we could erase from our memory and never have to remember again. Batman, Superman. Howard the Duck. What? That fucking movie's awesome. Dude, duck tits? That fucking shit is Any, awesome. Oh, no way. Play duck? That shit is awesome, dude. <laughs> no thanks. Duck Kwando. That shit is awesome, dude. No thanks. Dude, that shit, I, I fucking love Howard the Duck. I did when I was a kid. I still do. I watch that shit every time it's on. And I was like, you watch every movie you're telling on. I do. I love watching movies. I'm not a movie guy, but I love watching movies. You know what movie that's on HBO that I've probably seen more than anything else? Pitch Perfect 2. I watch it every time it's on. <laughs> every fucking time it's on, I watch it. Every time I hear that Muse song now, I think of fucking Sound Machine. Yeah. I picture that fucking guy at the Volkswagen thing singing that song now. Mm-hmm. Like... We should send them a, a basket, fruit basket. <laughs> you look like troll. Tiny mouse. <laughs> Tiny mouse. Yeah, that's a good movie. That and The Martian. I watch The Martian all the time. I see that movie like fifteen times. So I, it's I, good. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Now, right now, it's James Bond for me and Star Wars. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess it's a good spot to uh, end this week's episode. Howard the Duck. Really? Yeah. yeah Howard the Duck. I cannot believe. Dude. When I was a kid, I was all about it. Now it's it's still awesome. It's, it's really not. It's a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> it's it's, awesome. it's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's awesome. They fucking it's just fucking the the doctor gets all this shit. The whole thing in the fucking 
in the diner. Mm. That shit's fucking awesome. That shit's awesome. But, but just remember, keep in mind. I would know. I would erase uh, Batman Forever. <laughs> Bad nipples. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. Remember, if you want to be like Al or Mike? like Andy and Jose and leave us a voicemail. Oh, you mean awesome because they left a voicemail? Yeah, you can do so at 602-345-0438. You can also find that number on our Facebook as well. Um, so, yeah, leave us more messages. Let us know what you thought of this. Let us know what movie you would erase. And be able to rewatch it. You know what they, everybody would read race? I don't want to close oh my, God. my eyes. Let us know if you have any opinions on anything we talked about this week. Let us know what movie you would erase and enjoy again. Um, do so by leaving us a voicemail. And we'll play it next week. Just like we did for Andy and Jose. You guys fucking rock. You guys rock. You guys fucking rock. Remember that what we said about the Patreon. Um, that's 20 people, four episodes. Yeah, there you go. That's four episodes of us. Um, well, I want to think, rethink this because I don't, I don't want to listen to myself for four episodes. I can imagine anyone else want to listen to me for four episodes. 20 more people, four episodes. There you go. Kyle's all about it. We have fucking, we have made the call to action. Let's see if you guys can fucking. There you go. Put out that call to we'll action. We'll see how much you guys want more content because I got a bunch of shit I want to do that's only Patreon stuff. And if anyone out there can Photoshop me a picture of Kyle banging Liv Tyler <laughs> while Steven Tyler sings in the room, you will earn my undying gratitude. Because, and you will we be. We will name the studio. You will you. be my biggest fucking hero. <laughs> because that has been stuck in my, my head this entire episode. Oh, I got. I'm uh, I'm already. If that actually comes to light, I'm already gonna be scared. <laughs> scared as fuck to see that thing. So I, I'm putting the call out there. If anyone can Photoshop that, I want fucking uh, seven minute abs though. Seven minute abs. <laughs> I want. No, wait, did you gotta keep body I, by I pizza? Wanna, no, hell no. I want a six pack. No, you gotta keep body by pizza. I want a six pack. It's gotta be chest. real. It's gotta be real, Kyle. All right, a four pack. That's like saying that you fucking no. You're gonna roll with the keg. It's all right. <laughs> the keg. Who wants a six-pack when you can have a keg, right? Right. But all right, for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt. I'm Kyle. And we will see you next time. Does knowing that you just finished another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast leave you with an empty feeling in the pit of your stomach? Don't worry, we got you covered. Head on over to iTunes and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our content. As long as you're there, why not leave a review? Not an Apple user? No worries, we got your back. You can also find us on the Google Play Music Store, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast, and any other podcast application. Want to keep in touch with us and be the first to know anything and everything the guys are up to? Make sure to like the Absolute Geek Podcast on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. If following adventures through pictures is more of your style, then make sure to stay up to date with the guys on Instagram. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so through Patreon and receive Patreon-only content. But remember, you never have to donate. That's an option. Your love and admiration is just as good. And as always, thanks for listening.